0: Hello there, and welcome to the Beatles World Cup, where we take the 213 Beatles tracks that were ever produced and whittle them down to one. And can you hear in my voice, Rob, this Mm. week, that I'm already sounding a bit more enthusiastic about the whole experience?
1: Than last week?
0: Than last week.
1: Yes. Um, Yes, I can.
0: Because last week, we basically had to choose between two dud tracks from A Hard Day's Night, um, a uh, cover, and a snippet of Abbey Road. And the mm. snippet of Abbey Road won through. So, well done, carry that weight, slash you never give me more money reprise.
1: <laughs> Still not sure it was the right response, but um, yeah, there
0: it is. Let's move on. On uh, We can move on because we've got four new tracks to talk about this week, which we picked out uh, at the end of the last episode. What are they, Rob?
1: Trano, they are Paperback Writer, which was a single, Rollover Beethoven from With the Beatles, Revolution, uh, which is on the white album, also a single. but we're talking about the
0: single today, mm-hmm. because we've already done the white album one. oh we won't Oh,
1: have. Of course. Mm-hmm. And there's a place from "Please, Please Me." Fabulous. Let's kick
0: right in. Ah, I'm excited. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Beatles World Cup. Yes. 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 Uh, Yes. Single single a go-go this week, well, two of them at least, and we're going to kick off with uh, the first one of them, which is Paperback Writer.
1: Paperback Writer, John. The the story goes, Paul read a Daily Mail article about writers and he he instantly thought of Penguin Classics, the archetypal paperbacks of the time, and he decided to write this. Um, On PS I Love You, an an earlier Beatles track he had sort of taken this letter format for the song uh, and and written it almost as a letter but on this one he apparently wrote out the lyrics like a real letter did you know that? Um, I didn't I knew he wrote
0: it whilst driving in a car for four hours
1: (laughs) on his way to London hopefully not while he was driving that's that's terrible Mm. Or was he writing it in his head? I think he's writing it in his head. Ah, I see. Because when he actually wrote it out, he did write it like a letter, dear sir or madam, you know, and he wrote the lyrics out like a letter. Signed it, Ian Iacomo, which is a code name he used to use back in the day, Jono. Uh, and his friends would use it when writing to him, Ian Iacomo. Uh, apparently, it's the phonetic rendering of his, of his name when it is backwards on a tape. <laughs> So, Paul McCartney was Ian Iacomo. Uh Not that you hear that in the song, of course. Personally, I think the song is really gnarly. You know, to, to get into my personal opinion here, I think the whole thing bops along. I think it's an incredible track. This is peak Beatles to my ears. I love Paperback Rider very, very much.
0: Mm. Um, Lennon called it the son of Day Tripper, and you can totally hear it.
1: Because it's a big riff. Hmm. Probably it's got this sort
0: of like it's like an extension of what that was. Yeah. Um. And the weird thing about it was actually the contemporary reviews of it were mixed because uh, I think it was really just the it was uh, they were moving into a completely different realm uh, from probably what their fans were used to at this point. Um. So it wasn't overly loved at the time. Weirdly. Mm. Um, yeah, And you can kind of hear it. I mean this is very different to, you know, something you'd hear on Please Please Me or a Hard Day's Night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh do you know another strange thing, "Freirejaka" is what they're singing in that third uh chorus or the third verse. Frere jaka. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know really? Yeah. know
0: it? Yeah.
1: Oh gosh.
0: Um this is rollicking. It's a rollicking track. Um, Yeah. And it's got an interesting story, great lyric structure, uh, something quite different. Um, Got a good good production on it. It's got that sort of, Mm -hmm. when the paperback writer has that kind of like strange, uh, you know, sound on it. Mm -hmm. uh, Where it sort of goes a little bit odd. Um, Yeah. It's been (laughs) covered... I'm into just these covers at the moment. been covered by the Bee Gees, Kenny Rogers, Chris Christopherson, and 10cc.
1: 10cc. I'd like to hear that.
0: It's a mix. Um, It's great. Great riff. The whole thing is awesome. Love it. It is a great track. Yeah. Um, Yeah, very good. Mm -hmm. All right um let's move to it's a cover rob so you'll probably push this one through roll over beethoven
1: (laughs) roll over beethoven from with the Beatles, uh which was their second lp and did you know johnny that lp came out on november 22nd 1963 the day before what show first aired don't
0: know tell me Yes, Joking. if you don't Doctor know. Who. Doctor, Doctor Who.
1: Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah, their the second LP, a day before Doctor Who came out. Uh, this would be one of the earliest songs they performed in places like Hamburg when they were gigging there. Um, by earliest, I mean back, it's from like the, the mid-50s or something, the original version. So by the time they were here in 63, they'd been playing this for, for years. Literally, they'd done it a zillion times. And fun fact, apparently it appears in some way on the soundtrack of Superman 3. I couldn't say where, because I'm not actually a very big Superman fan. I've probably only seen Superman 3 once in my whole life. But do you know why that is, Jono?
0: I'm going to throw it out there and say I think I I know this bit of trivia. The director is Richard Lester, director of Hard Day's Night.
1: Correct. Yes. So I'm going to have to hunt it down and see whether it's like playing in the background of a scene or or how it's mixed into the film, but apparently it's there. Uh, Look, to move on to my thoughts, I think it's a very competent cover. Again, they played this a zillion times. They knew it inside out. Uh, It's typical. I think of the guys to generally take cover versions, make them their own. This one's no different. I think it's better than the original. I think it's solid. I think it's good.
0: Mm. Yep. Totally. Again, a good George vocal We've had a good run of these um, Of George You know Having some fun Sounding yes. like he's enjoying himself He's a great singer When he's not dour
1: <laughs> I agree so,
0: um, I'm just I yeah, really Really like George's vocals on this We've um, Yeah with that And what was the other one uh, Last week Was it That Oh um, Everybody's trying to be my baby
1: Yes The one you hate <laughs>
0: Hmm Without all the echo, would have been good. Um yeah, this is good. This is fun. I mean, it's a cover, but it's it's fun um and good energy and is played well and feels good. yeah, I agree. Hmm. Um, right. Let's get on to some some iconicness next with the famous revolution. Now this is the single revolution, not revolution mm. number one, which mm. was a little bit more
1: slow and steady. Yeah, and it was recorded with the intent of being a single, to to be a more upbeat version of Revolution 1. At the time, the songs, though, weren't numbered. Did you know this? And in the studio, the studio staff would call the slower one the Glenn Miller version. (laughs) So it wasn't Revolution 1 at the time, it was the Glenn Miller version. And indeed, some people think this is a double A side with Hey Jude, like it's Hey Jude and Revolution. Oh, it's a double A. No, this is actually a B-side. It is not a double A. It is a B-side, which I think is quite extraordinary because it's a banging tune. Mm. Um, Fun fact, it's the first time all three guitarists in the band plugged into the console and played alongside the studio staff sitting at the console while Ringo was down in the studio on his own, banging away on the drums. Crazy. Yeah, and... I just think it's a very exciting sort of track. Of course, it's a good step up from Revolution One, and the less said about Revolution Number Nine, the better. It's it's the best of the revolutions. Mm. It's it's good. It's it's hard. It's heavy. You know, they're trying to capture the spirit of the times. You know, riots in Paris, things like this. Ah, oh, I think it's
0: great. It is good. Uh, obviously, some slight tweaks to the lyrics uh, in between Revolution Number One and this one. That, yes, there are. Uh, We've basically. And doesn't say in anymore after out. Um, the double tracking is pretty rough. There's actually just bits where he sings different things mm-hmm. <laughs> or or makes a fluff or just but they kept it in because they wanted to keep it rough and ready. Um, yeah, which I is think quite that's strange. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, you think it's strange, I think it's cool.
0: Well, no, I think no, it's, it's, it's interesting because you initially hear it and go, eh, what, what? Um, mm-hmm. but hey, if they wanted it to be rough and ready. All for it. Um, this is obviously also famous in the mid 80s of being the first Beatles song to really be in a major advertising campaign uh, where um, whoever owned the rights at the time, I think it might have still been Michael Jackson at that point. Probably would have been. Um, MJ? It for a yeah. Nike advert. Um, if you, you can look up the Nike advert on YouTube. It's terrible. It is literally the worst edited uh, ad to such a Funky awesome track. Mm. Um, it's literally just shots of people running and yeah, that's it. It's terrible.
1: Hey, hey I got a joke for you. Mm? What are Michael Jackson's pronouns? Right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on.
0: Um, my little random tangent. To follow yours is um, when I was looking for the Nike ad on YouTube and found it. Mm -hmm. It then suggested to me the next ad I should watch is the Ringo Star Pizza Hut ad. Have you seen that one?
1: I didn't know he did. No,
0: it's terrible. Uh, It it is. It is for. It's for the new stuffed crust uh, pizza, and and essentially. what's the link why
1: is Ringo in it so
0: I'm not entirely sure I can't remember what the tagline is but there's definitely a bit in it where he's saying I'll get the lads I'll get them round I'm here so I'll get them you've got to come together for this or something I'm on the drums I'll just call them round and then basically he ends up with a because we're all going to have this new pizza and he starts to eat the pizza and then three of the monkeys come in and go we're here and then, and then, and then he turns to funny. the camera and goes, "Wrong lads."
1: That that's actually quite good. Yeah, he must have been hard up for a buck though to agree. Yeah,
0: I know it's very. Yeah, we'll post that one as well. Um, okay, online. Um, this is so iconic. This is such a great track. I mean, this is this is super well known. Um, I think it's a brilliant. And so oh. much, a thousand times better than the original.
1: The, the guitar intro is iconic. The, the scream at the start is iconic. Mm. The the vibe of the thing is pretty... It, it, it is very iconic, yeah. this number. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. Um, we'll leave its iconicness aside because the next track certainly isn't. Uh, it is There's a Place. Yeah, very short track,
1: this one. Uh, and one, I think... Paul and John had a lot of hope for, but it never really got there. Uh, to me, it sounds like the kind of thing that really young songwriters would write. Now, I know that must sound ridiculous, given that it is something that really young songwriters were writing. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is the rhyming is very basic, the instrumentation is very basic. It's almost like someone's gone, "Oh my god, I've I've done a song! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You know?" And, and on one level yes it is amazing you've pulled these words and these chords and stuff out of the air and you've made something where something didn't exist before it's amazing on that level but when you listen back to it especially against later work or even other songs they had at the time it's just not there it's just really basic to my mind and just trying to be something that it's really not yeah
0: harmonies are great Beatles
1: harmonies are always great. They could be doing the phone book. It'd work. But do you know what I mean about it sounding basic?
0: Mm. (laughs) It's got that. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of wobbles all over the place a wee bit. Um, Yeah. I mean, again, fine and you're right, a little bit undercooked. Maybe.
1: Mm. A bit fresh. Yeah, it needs work. Yeah. And it might not even get there even with work, to be honest.
0: Got some harmonica in it, though. Always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's
1: an early Beatles song, so there's a lot of harmonica in those days. Hmm.
0: Cool. I don't yeah, think there's yeah. much more to say about it. It's, it's, it is not. what it is, and uh, let's leave it at that. Okay. Um, because I think it's fair to say that we're probably, we're probably wheedling this down to two. Would that be fair, Rob?
1: I'm looking at two. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. The two are, and I think that's no surprise to anyone, Revolution and Paperback Writer. And of the two, they're, they're two different beasts in some ways, but I don't know, are similar in other ways. They've both got gnarly sort of guitars going on. They're They're both quite interesting to listen to. Oh, I'm just going to pull the Band-Aid off Jono, though, and say I'm going with Paperback Writer.
0: I knew you would. I knew you would because I was sitting really? here going, I'm going to go with Revolution, I think. And ah. I just...
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Um, I, I, I'm not going to argue with you that it, Paperback Writer is an excellent song and in any other day. Absolutely. I feel mm. like Revolution, though, is, has, has got the edge when it comes to being iconic and I think I've said this, but I can't remember that track I talked about. It was quite a while ago, About oh, I was, I think it was get back. Wasn't it? Mm. Uh, about it just being an absolute rollicker. Um, I don't know, I just think revolution has got the edge. It just sounds like really different. And that yeah. sort of fuzziness to it, the, the fuzzy rock. Um, and the fact that it is essentially just remaking one of their own tracks in a much cooler way. Um mm, okay. it's revolution for me this week.
1: Okay. And is paperback writer being the son of Daytripper coming into your thoughts as well?
0: Well, I, I was a I was a big proponent of Daytripper, wasn't I? Um mm. back in the day. Uh, mm. I, there there is a there is a it is paper thin wedge between these two songs.
1: Okay. I can live with that. I'm
0: not trying to be contrary either, though sometimes it is fun to do. Okay. Um, all right. Paperback writer versus revolution. That means we go to John or Paul. It's our version of heads or tails. Um, what would you like to pick this week, Rob? John or Paul? I'm going with Macca. I'm going with Mecca. So if it's Mecca, it's paperback writer. If it's John, it's revolution. That kind of makes sense. Really, doesn't it? I think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Okie dokie. Here we go. Are you ready?
1: I'm going. Here goes. I'm ready. You see, I, mean. I want
0: to just try and do one <laughs> quiet verse, one loud verse, and then that's it, really. oh. <sighs> A writer writes another day in Woo. revolution. The revolution is over everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Truly could have been either one of those. I'm I'm not uncomfortable with that. So well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well that done, paperback good. writer. Um, that means both revolutions have gone to the sword. I'm afraid.
1: We can still push number nine. Uh, number it.
0: nine still has to come. <laughs> It's still on its way Uh, But we have to pick another four random songs For next week For hit number 37 Let's kick into it Rob Get your pen and paper ready I got it Okay The box, the box, the box Mm -hmm. The box picks out Next week Dig a Pony
1: Dig a pony, let it be Wait Wait Oh gosh, that's an early one Little child Little child, yes Little no. child, why don't you dance with me
0: Yeah. Not sure about this week so far, Rob well, It's four. not great so far um, Oh, brilliant Any time at all
1: Any time at all, yeah <laughs> Okay Okay. At, least there's a, at least there's a rubber soul track in there.
0: Yeah. Um, that is uh, the Beatles World Cup Heat 36. Hey, uh, email us, thebeatlesworldcup@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please do. Love to hear your feedback. And you can also instantly feed us back on Twitter. And that is at Beatles World Cup. Um, and tell us in the poll, would you have picked Revolution? Or would you have picked Paperback Writer?
1: What would you have picked um, There's
0: a Place? And if you'd picked There's a Place, I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. So
1: Yeah, I'm interested in this poll very mm. much. I think it might be a very
0: it might be like a close run thing. Mm. So we'll see how we go. Okay. Anyway, have a wonderful week. See you next week. Bye now. Au revoir.